It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network today is one of those where something is going on in my life where I didn't have time to do the thing. Hopefully, again, it is a good thing, like I'm just exhausted from life things or I'm, I went somewhere or whatever, and not a terrible thing. Uh, but anyway, today's episode will be uh, one of these appetizers, a one topic, uh, just going to roll through. Hopefully, it'll be done by the time my lunch break is over. Uh, we shall see. I, I have had some success with that in the past, so... I hope that, um, well, I hope I get it done. How about that? And I hope that whenever this reaches your headspace, that you're doing okay. Uh, today's is going to be a retail story from uh, very early on in the show's history. This was from episode 36, I believe, of my live show. You know what? I can look that up. Hang on one second. All right, my bad. See, this is why sometimes I look things up. It was episode 35 of the live show, which was uh, March of 2012. So how about that? Huh? It's a long, good long time ago. How, how's that for you? Okay, so I uh, the reason I was confused on this, by the way, is because I was looking back through the old archives here that are on this big hard drive, and there were two references to it. And so I thought, oh, maybe it was that one. But I had made a follow-up reference to the story a week later. So hopefully I'll remember to tell you that even though I just did, you get the idea. So today, I'm going to tell you about a time where uh, two people came into the store and gave me, I think, a great idea, or gave just a, we had a great conversation about uh, an idea for a reality show to uh, <laughs> to take place in card stores, because if you've ever worked at one, or if you've spent some time in one in your life, you uh, you may realize, maybe you disagree, and that's fine, but in my opinion, I did three years hard time there, and um, you come across some very interesting people in that world, right? The people who shop there, people who work there, people who just wander in and observe things there. Um, yeah, so if you want, I would say, if you want to have some stories, my brother-in-law has mentioned this in the past, where if you want some stories about how weird people are and how wacky people can be, work fast food. If you don't want to do that, I suggest... You work in retail because you will have some of the weirdest experiences or, or some of the most fun things, and, and that will lead you to um, recounting your 
wild experiences or just some interesting characters who you have met in your time. So uh, I was working one night. I was working a double shift. And um, yes, I had to go back and listen to the segment from the live show, uh, which if you know me in any real capacity, you know how terrible that was for me. Uh, again, sorry to everybody who had to listen to that live. That was, uh, yeesh. I like to think I've become a better storyteller now, even though we're going on, you know, six minutes and I've barely started. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so I was working a double shift and uh, I was putting away cards as I usually did because you didn't want to get caught standing at the register because uh, that store I was in at the time had cameras and depending on who was, uh, in the office, sorry, I was trying to hold back a cough. I wasn't crying. Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, the store had cameras, and depending on who was in the home office, uh, that person would call the store and say, hey, get out from behind the counter, stop leaning on the counter, whatever. Um, so what I liked to do was uh, just get out and organize some cards and just kind of walk through it and make sure things were uh, on the up and up, as it were. And so this particular day, I was uh, in the card aisle, and I had... Uh, two people come up to me. I don't know if they were a couple, but they were shopping together, Jim and Fern. And they walked up and they said, hey, I'm looking for a nephew card. And what I liked to do when I was working in the cards, or if somebody said, hey, where can I find this card? Some people were like, oh, yeah, it's right over there past this. What I would do, and I started doing this early on so I could figure out where all the cards were, is I would just walk them back and say, okay, okay, I'll take you. It's right over here. And then they go through and then, you know, they might have some other questions. So in this case, I take them back to, uh, he was looking for a nephew card, and I went back, and I was still organizing things around there, so I was still, like, in the vicinity, and so then we got to talking. We started having a conversation about, uh, you know, work in retail, about all kinds of stuff. Somehow, the radio show came up, and I mentioned, hey, I do a show, and he's like, oh, you know, it would be a great idea, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the details of exactly how it came up, but then he threw this at me. He said, yeah, it would be awesome to put cameras in the card racks and film what people do when they're back here thinking no one can watch them. And I thought about it, like, okay. And at that time I had seen a few people who were doing some kind of weird stuff. Uh, but now looking back at my whole tenure and thinking of all the people who I witnessed do some silly things while they thought people weren't watching, uh, it would be gold. And <laughs> I think it'd be really great. He said, you could call it card tricks. That's card tricks. There we go. Um, and I'm like, man, this is awesome. And he told me a story of a time he was in a card store and he heard or saw a woman berating her child while buying a card. And he said, yeah, the kid was, um, you know, probably four or five or six or whatever, uh, and had, and was learning to read or had just learned, kind of started to learn how to read and picked up a card for her brother or their uncle or whoever. And the mom was like, oh, what are you doing? You, you have to read that. And Oh, it's not appropriate. Apparently, mom thought the card was inappropriate and uh, lost her mind on the child. Again, a child who was just learning how to read thought, hey, you know, this is a funny picture or whatever on the front of the card. And maybe this would be good for, you know, whoever, Johnny, Jimmy, Joey, whoever was getting the card. Uh, mom did not think so and took the extra step to just dump all over the kid in the middle of the store. And that's always like seeing a kid getting yelled at in the store for something so trivial, something so... Like, that doesn't deserve a public tantrum from the adult. Maybe I'll put it that way. Um, yeah, so... I was just like, all right, that's... You know, like, that's a good 
story for this show for a show like this because people would watch that and go, "Oh man, yeah," and then they would think of a story of, "Oh man, I remember when my mom got mad at me at the store or something," or or they'd go, "Hey, I remember when I was that parent one time," and they'd think, "Oh, oh, oh that kid should have whatever," and so you have this kind of social divide just off one story, and then you go through some other things, and some are funnier, and uh, that would be one that I think would make the show. I think Jim said this would be the perfect first segment of the show. Uh, his friend Fern disagreed. She thought she went as far, not to say, oh, you shouldn't lead with that. She thought that segment would end up on the cutting room floor. Like you would shoot that and the producers, the suits, apparently I was going to be one of them in this scenario, uh, would look at that and go, no, we can't run that. That's going to be like a blooper reel or a deleted scene or something. Um, no, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with Fern on this one. Not that I know if Fern is listening or Jim is listening. If you are, um, if you did follow me to the podcast realm, I do appreciate it, although it's been several years and uh, have not had any contact with them for a while. But anyway, if you're out there, I appreciate it. Thank you for this idea. And now it's getting its own episode. So how about that? Um, yeah, and I remember thinking about things like who would be a perfect candidate, like what kind of person or what story uh, would really be a good candidate for a show like this. You know, if they're getting a card for whatever, a wedding or something like that, do they get a little real? Do they get a card for their buddy's wedding and go, oh, man, I remember I was, I thought I was going to marry this girl a couple of years ago and it didn't work out. Or oh, I was married and it didn't work out. Or, oh, man, I wish I could re- meet the right person and get married. Like, do you have that thing? Do you have um, maybe you don't like the person who you're giving the card to? You're like, oh, man, it's my wife's friend or my sister's friend. And I, they say, hey, get a card for me. I'm like, I don't like this guy. Ah, oh, get out of here. And so, you know, you have that kind of thing. Do they talk about, um, like, talk trash about who's getting the car? Like I said, like, you know, I don't like this person. I don't care about this person. This guy's a jerk. Do they start thinking about some real stuff, getting, like, sympathy cards or, you know, birthday cards? Like, oh, I haven't talked to this guy in a while, but let me send him a card and let him know what's going on. And then does that, you know, turn into a whole thing? And then, you know, who knows? Do we have... I remember <laughs> I remember one time, I don't know why, I, actually I thought of this because recently, um, and by recently I mean relative to when I'm recording, this came up on a Facebook memory, and in a Facebook memory, there we go, having trouble here today. Uh, <laughs> so it came up in a memory that someone, uh, I took someone back to the card thing, and they're like, oh, I'm looking for a wedding card, and so I took them back, and they were like, oh, anniversary is right next to wedding, it's in alphabetical order. I'm like, that's not, like, that'd be a quick you know, um, I get in TV, you call it like a bumper, like a, a transitional one, like, oh, look at this idiot, right? Or like an honorable mention or something. I don't know how we'd work it out, but uh, that would be one where it's like, yeah, buddy. Yup. A W that's right. That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> and then, um, so that could be one. There was the dancing woman who I think I've talked about on the show before where I was working at the smaller store downstairs where the seasonal cards were directly in front of the register. And this woman who was a regular in the store, I'd seen her before. She was opening up all the music cards, or not all of them, but the ones I guess that she thought she was going to buy. And she was dancing like there was nobody around. And there were a couple people milling about the store and me at the register kind of waiting for, uh, I I figured people were coming up soon to buy stuff. So I kind of had to wait there so nobody would be caught napping or whatever, uh, as the phrase goes. And this woman was just dancing and she did not have rhythm. Uh, and she did also, though, to her credit, did not seem to care that anyone was around. And uh, I 
witnessed her do this several different times. So it was a thing she liked to do. Hey, this song's pretty. This song's got a nice beat. Oh, yeah, this is a, as the kids say now, it's a bop. So that would be on there for sure. That woman, I think you would kind of cut to her randomly, like all the different times she did it. Like you'd go between one to the other. Hey, let's check on this. And then here's that lady dancing again to a different song in the card. I think that would be a really good kind of... um... All right, that's going to be a coin. I was making a, a reference to something and it was just a complete mess. But anyway, this dancing lady would be your cleanser in between a couple of longer bits, I think. Uh, but really, you know, there are funny ones, obviously, people who were making fun of, like reading the cards out loud. People like to do that. And I generally didn't have a problem with that because uh, as long as they weren't in the way, as long as they put the card back in the right place, um, as long as they weren't stealing things, I guess that was it. But for the people would get mad about that. People reading the cards out loud to themselves or their friends and people would freak out. So you'd get them. And I think for those you'd have the reaction shots of people walking by like, shut the f*** up. What are you doing? Um, and people would do that. So, uh, yeah, so that would be, like, those would be the ones you would make for TV, and those things really have happened. But I think if you're doing this realistically, what you would see a lot of is people using the wrong size envelope. Like, they grab a card, they look at it, and go, okay, that one's good. Forget where the card was on the rack and just grab the closest envelope and get out of the store, and it's the wrong one. Or uh, a lot of times, and this is real, people would not come up with envelopes. They would just come up with the card, and like, did you want an envelope? And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't see where it was. And if you don't know how cards are set up, if you don't go to stores, um, the envelope for that card is right behind it. So what you're supposed to do is take the back card and the envelope together, pick it up, boom, done. Uh, But a lot of people don't do that, so you'd see a lot of that, and you would see them putting the cards back anywhere, putting the card back with the envelope in the envelope and uh, putting it back upside down, backwards, whatever. So yeah, putting them back on top of the displays, just putting them down. Oh, I forgot I had this in my hand and they would, uh, you know, just put it back anywhere. So you'd see a lot of that. But I think the fun ones would be the people being dumb, like uh, not knowing the alphabet. And um, yeah, I do think the mom yelling at her kid for not reading the card. I would like to know. I wish I remembered what the card said. I don't remember if Jim saw the card or whatever, but I really wish, uh, I think we would have to find a really good one for a kid to be yelled at by his psycho mom over not reading a thing. I don't know. But the dancing woman for sure is on there. The people who are just reading them out loud to each other is on there. And then you got some serious ones as well. So there are a lot of ways to go with this. And uh, I don't know why it took me so long to tell this story on the podcast. Because it's always been a favorite of mine. I reference it all the time. I think about it often, about how fun that might be to see people in a real, like, I was going to say in a real environment, but that, it it doesn't seem right, but also it might be. I'm not sure. Again, it's been a weird week. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I think, you know, hidden camera shows are usually pretty good, can usually be uh, entertaining because people do some uh, some interesting things when they think that no one is watching. And I think... um, an untapped market, I guess, is people buying greeting cards. Maybe it's a niche thing. Maybe it's, you know, like the pro wrestling of a hidden camera show. I don't know. But in any case, Jim and Fern, if you're out there, I do appreciate this story all these years later. And, um, you know, Fern, again, I'm going to disagree. I'm sorry. But I, I really do think that the mom yelling at the kid would be a perfect, like, meme-making moment. I think that's... How's that for alliteration? 
Uh, I really think that today, maybe eight years ago, it wouldn't have been. But now, with all this stuff, with you know TikTok and all this other stuff, and who knows what's going to come out by the time this episode drops. But I really think today, that scene, that little snippet of the mom losing her mind over a, a birthday card or whatever, uh, would be a perfect opportunity to make a TikTok or so, have something go viral uh, or whatever, all those other little buzzwords that I'm supposed to say. But I really think that would be a great one. Um, and if you have any suggestions for this uh, for this show, card tricks for uh, filming people and greeting cards about uh, what what do you think they would be doing? What would they be saying? Would it be something where we'd be getting reaction shots from employees or people walking around? Let me know. Everywhere at the Melting Pat, do the thing. And uh, Jimmy and Fern, if you're out there, if you have another idea, if you have another suggestion, or if you just want to come chat on the show, uh, I welcome it, as I do uh, just about anybody, to come on the show and have some fun. All right? So there you go. That is your appetizer for this week. I uh, Again, I don't know why that didn't make the show previously, but I guess it's a good thing because I, I needed to have something fun uh, in these little bonus episodes for you uh, while I'm taking care of hopefully whatever good thing is it is that I'm taking care of while you listen to this. All right, so there you go. That is uh, that is it. That's all the thing. Um, again, any questions, comments, observations, of course, corrections, tmpfanmail, gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the Melting Pat, 209-867-7638. You can find the network at thenextlevelnetwork.com. All of our lovely shows are up there, also on Facebook at The Next Level Network. So there you go. All right, again, holding in a cough, is not a good idea. It makes the words sound really weird, and then you got to redo it, and it sounds even weirder. But anyway, oh boy, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but that is it. We made it under the wire. Uh, I am ready to go back to work, and this episode is uh, under under 30, so that's good. Maybe even under 25. I don't know. It depends what goes on here after. I, don't, I have no idea. But anyway, that is our show. <laughs> My thanks to everybody for hanging out, of course, to Jim and Fern for the idea, for the story. That was so much fun to uh, to look back on and uh, and stumble down memory lane, even though I had to listen to myself. Be really awkward on the radio from eight years ago. So there it is. Next week, maybe I'll have another one of these, a little bonus for you, or maybe I'll be back to normal. I have no idea what's happening. I don't know when this is going to come out, but uh, I do appreciate you listening. And um, stick around. Stay tuned. Stick around like we're back in live show. Stick around for DJ Diamond. She is next. Sorry. I love her, though. She's fantastic. She was my first show that followed me. That I was her first, I was a lead-in when I first started the show. How about that? Does that make more sense or less? She was on after me when I was first doing the show. There we go. We made it. Jesus. Christmas. Pat. Just end the show. You were right. You are right. We did all the legal stuff. Are we good? We good to go with that? I hope so. This has been an 8th Boiling Production. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage are going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. Thank you so much. You've been inside the Melting Pat here on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Can I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a bar of drinks, but cross got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling golden. Bring your own beverage. It's
Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cold, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, 'cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. And the friend, go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get a bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the bar, strawberry daiquiris and a colada. Need a whole lot of them fruit drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, 'cause I like cold beverage. I like cold beverage. I like cold beverage. Uh huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like 